Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, hello there, each and every one of you. This is Tony Henderson Mayers, television, radio, relationship expert, author, and entrepreneur. I own Word Therapy Publishing and Alphabet Theater Workshop, but many of you know me as Wise Courtship because of my book with the three-step system. It will help you determine the true character and the true intent of your love interest. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers and I'm so excited to be able to talk about great moms today. And if by chance you thought I were coming on later, one of my computers are giving out the wrong time. So we come on every Sunday at three o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we give encouragement, where we give inspiration. And of course, I pray for your concern. So make sure you go ahead and share this broadcast. And um, this is uh, Mama by Canton, uh, by Candy Stanton, uh, just in case you would like to know what I'm playing. And um, we're going to go ahead and get ready and get started, okay? So I pray that you're having a wonderful day, even though um, we got a lot of stuff going on. I know we got a lot of stuff going on with the pandemic and all of that. But I pray that you are enjoying uh, your Mother's Day anyway. <laughs> you have healthy, strong children. That's a blessing. And I do want to recognize all of the mothers who have lost their children. Um, my prayers are definitely with you. All of you who have lost your moms, I'm thinking of you. And um, to uh, some of those who have mothers and their mothers weren't that great, 
I'm definitely praying for you too as well. So we're going to go ahead and get into the scripture. Um, let me just let you know that you can share this broadcast. We are um, broadcasting uh, through, okay. <laughs> We are broadcasting through um, Facebook Live as well as Periscope. And so uh, I would like to say hello to everyone who's watching us via Periscope. Make sure you say hello to me so I can greet you. Okay, I see my numbers up. I see the numbers. So thank you so much for joining me. That means you're either watching me via the web or you're watching me via Twitter. How you doing? And Or you just stalking. Okay, but good to see you anyhow. Okay. <laughs> And also blessings to you, Wendy Key. Thank you so much for that comment. Um, also, uh, if you're watching me via Periscope, make sure that you touch right down there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Tweet it out to all of your followers, put it on Facebook and um, share with all of your followers as well. And also Facebook Live, you can touch right over there and you can share the broad all the way down. Yeah all the way down. Yeah. See that share button. You can share right onto your timeline, start a watch party or in invite individual people into the broadcast. All right. And so we're going to go ahead and get right into the scripture. And um, I'm going to be reading. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you for tuning in. I'm going to be reading. Um, Oh, my mouse is doing everything. I'm going to read the entire uh, Proverbs 31, and I'm going to be reading from the Message Bible. Okay, I'm going to be reading from the Message Bible. I also want to say I apologize. <laughs> I apologize for those who joined me live last time, and I didn't see your comments. I only had the Periscope comments activated, and I hope I got that situation clarified on today. I think I got both checked. Okay, so... I'm sorry. And if I'm still not saying something to you, help me now. Help me out and let me know. I'm, I'm broadcasting on both platforms. But uh, last time, I, for some reason, only one comment was on. And I'm not sure why. OK, so we're reading Proverbs 31 and I'm coming from the Message Bible. OK, the Message Bible. All right. Proverbs 31. You ready? Get it on your iPad, your apparatuses, in your Bible, your B-I-B-L-E, okay? Make sure you can pull that up. And so it reads like this. The words of King Lamel, the strong advice his mother gave him. Oh, son of mine, what can you be thinking of? Child whom I bore, the son I dedicated to God. Don't dissipate your virility, your virility on fortune hunting women, promiscuous women who shipwreck leaders. Leaders can't afford to make fools of themselves, gulping wine and swilling beer, lest hungover they don't know right from wrong, and the people who depend on them are hurt. Hmm. Use wine and beer only as sedatives to kill the pain and dull the ache of the terminally ill for whom life is a living death. Speak up for the people who have no voice, for the rights of all of the down and outers. Speak out for justice. Stand up for the poor and destitute. Woo. A good woman this is a verse 10. A good woman is hard to find and worth far more than diamonds. Her husband trusts her without reserve and never has reason to regret it. 
Never spiteful, she treats him generously all her life long. She shops around for the best yarns and cottons and enjoys knitting and sewing. She's like a trading ship that sails to faraway places and brings back exotic surprises. She's up before dawn preparing breakfast for her family and organizing her day. She looks over a field and buys it. Then with money, she puts aside plants a garden. First thing in the morning, she dresses for work, rolls up her sleeves, eager to get started. She senses the work of her worth of her work, is in no hurry to call it quits for the day. Oh Lord, is this speaking to you, Mama? <laughs> She's skilled in the crafts of home and hearth, diligent in homemaking. She's quick to assist anyone in need, reaches out to help the poor. She doesn't worry about her family when it snows. Their winter clothes are all mended and ready to wear. She makes her own clothing and dresses in colorful linens and silks. Her husband is greatly respected when he deliberates with the city fathers. She designs gowns and sells them, brings the sweaters she knits to the dress shops. Her clothes are well made and elegant. And she always faces tomorrow with a smile. When she speaks, she has something worthwhile to say. And she always says it kindly. She keeps an eye on everyone in her household and keeps them all busy and productive. Her children respect and bless her. Her husband joins in with words of praise. Many women have done wonderful things, but you outclassed them all. Charm can mislead and beauty soon fades. The woman to be admired and praised is the woman who lives in the fear of God. Give her everything she deserves. Festoon her life with praises. Whew, that is a great one. That is a great one right there. I am going to focus on Proverbs 31 and 2. But first, before I do that, I'm going to check my um my stream here on Facebook and make sure we're all a go and good. Make sure. Let me make sure we're good. Okay. Let me see. I don't know why I can't go out and come back in, but I'm trying to. Welcome everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. I just want to make sure we're all good. Okay, we're all good. All right. I just want to make sure too I'm not missing any comments so I can come back to that. All right. So listen. I want to bring this up here for you. Mm -hmm. What I was just reading. Okay, there we go. All right. And I, I wanted to open up my Bible Bible. You know, my Bible is falling apart because I be reading this thing. <laughs> I want to focus on Proverbs um, 31 too. And we're going to talk about great mothers. We're going to talk about great mothers, guys, on today. That's what we're going to talk about. And thank you guys for watching the replay. If you're watching the replay, could you give me a hashtag replay baby in the chat box? Because I know that many of you are doing different things on today. And um, I want to thank you so much for just being so faithful in watching and sharing this broadcast. I want to focus on Proverbs 31 too. 
We've here, I read the entire Proverbs. It was in a different version. Many of you are familiar with it, even if it's not in this particular version. But I wanted to share this with you. Uh, read the entire, okay? Because we're trying to read more of the scripture. And sometimes people are watching me and they don't read scripture at all or go to church at all. No judgment, no judgment. But just so that you can hear the whole context of what is going on. And I want to focus on verse two. But before I look at verse two, we find in verse one that the words of King Lemuel, the strong advice his mother gave him. He was in leadership. And so she is giving, first of all, if you give good advice as a mother, if you give good advice as a mother, it applies to any stage of life you are in. But she was making strong emphasis, pulling him back, okay, and giving him strong information because at that time he was a leader. He was going to be king and she wanted to give him some strong advice. Now let's look at verse two. Oh, son of mine, what can you be thinking of? <laughs> Child who I born, whom I bore, the son I dedicated to, to God. And I, I laugh at this because that's sometimes I say to watch my sons, the sons whom I born, child of my loins, okay? I say that to them sometimes. And you know, it's funny because we, this is so universal for moms to pull aside their children. A good mom will do this. A great mother will do this, will pull their sons aside, or their daughters aside, and they will, they will um, begin to, first of all, correct. A great mother corrects. It's time out for trying to be your child's friend. Oh my goodness. We, we can't afford to be our children's friend. We, we'll be friendly. And as they grow, they'll they'll have a, a camaraderie with us where you can laugh and let your hair down. And, and the relationship will change as they begin to become adults. OK, you'll be able to talk to them as adults and different things. But there are certain lines they can't cross. <laughs> there are certain lines they can't cross. I don't care how old a child gets. And if you're watching and you've been out of line with your mother. I suggest you get right back in line because the Bible tells us to honor our father and mother that our days may be long in the land, which the Lord thy God giveth. Okay. That's the fifth commandment of the 10 commandments. Okay. And so if you want to live long, you need to honor your mother and father. And so here we find that she is correcting her son. And let me just say, let me just say for those who feel like mothers can't correct sons, I do it all the time with my son. That is your place. That is your responsibility. Even if he's becoming a man, even if he is a man, you can still correct your son if he needs to be corrected. And we cannot just be friends with our children or we just buddies and we pals. No, we are their mothers. We are their parents. And we our first responsibility is to correct them. When they are out of step, because when you love a person, you will correct them. How do I know that? Because the Bible says God corrects whom he loves. And so when God corrects us, he's showing us that he loves us. He's not going to let us just do anything. Oh, my goodness. He wants us to step in line with his commandments, not because not because he's trying to to control our lives, but because he's trying to give us a life that's going to be fruitful. It's going to be abundant. It's going to be happy and joyful. 
And so first the mom corrects her son by saying, oh, son of mine. See, and that's another thing, guys. Don't let anybody, listen, it's okay for other people to correct your children, but you ought to be on, you, sh you ought to be on top of that. See, a lot of times now we can't say nothing to anybody's kids. And I just tell people, don't have your child around me if you don't want me to say something to them. Because if they out of line, I'm going to tell. But you should be the first one in line to correct your child. It's your child. That's the gift God has given you. Children are gifts. And it is your responsibility to teach them, especially while they're young. But don't stop just because they got old. Oh, that's good. Somebody need to tweet that out and give me credit. Okay. So she says, oh, son of mine, what can you be thinking of? Oh, my gosh. What can you be thinking of? Not only will a mom correct, but she will look at that behavior and she will, as she corrects, it's not enough to say you're doing the wrong thing. It's not enough to say you're making the wrong decision. But you, first of all, must correct. But the second thing a great mom does is she teaches. Look, a child's first teacher is their mother. And I know that some of you who are sheltered in place, and, and for those who don't know what we're talking about, if you're looking at this in the future, we are sheltered in place because of a coronavirus. We pretty much can't just go out and do anything. Some of the states now have gone and you know gone out and they're doing different things. In our particular state here in North Carolina, we're in phase one. So it's similar to shelter in place, but we can do a little bit more, just a little bit more as they watch the numbers and look and see because the coronavirus is said to be very contagious and people have died from it. So as we are sheltered in place, now moms now have to teach their children. And as I was speaking into some women's lives, younger women's lives, I said, listen, I've always taught my children. I taught them before they went to school. Okay. So before they were even admitted to school, they were like, well, we could skip your child because they already know the ABCs. They know this, they know that. I was like, that's okay. They need some socialization. Okay. Then while they were in school, I stayed on top of the lessons. Okay, y'all not listening to me. And then when they had, when we moved from state to state, when we moved from one state to the other, I homeschooled. And even as they went to high school and college, I helped along the way. Because the first teacher is the child's mother and father. And very often is left in the hands of the mother. And so a good mom not only corrects, but she will teach. It's not good enough to say you did it the wrong way or to start yelling and screaming and fussing and fighting. But a great mom will begin to outline what the wrong is and how to correct it. And you see this in the scripture. I can't go through this whole script because it's a long passage of scripture. But as she was telling them, telling him later about in verse four, leaders can't afford to make fools of themselves. OK, <laughs> she point that out and then she began to say what you need to do. You don't just do drink wine just to be drinking wine and beer. She said the correct use for it. OK, for numbing pain and killing pain and dulling pain when you are terminally ill. OK, <laughs> mama letting them know she's letting the king know. And so she not only corrects, she not only teaches, but she raises her child. Listen to what she says here. She says, child whom I bore. 
And you know, when you, you know, you done stepped out of line when mama starts telling you about the nine months of pregnancy and the difficult delivery. <laughs> we laugh at that. And I tell you, it's something to it, but it's true. So much truth to be told because mothers have sacrificed so much to bear children. And we thank God for fathers. We thank God. We do not diminish you because we're celebrating mothers. Okay. And people need to learn that just because we celebrate mothers don't mean we diminish you and your role. Your role is important, dads, fathers, your role is important. But listen, there's something to be said to have a child grow inside of you. It's something to be said to sacrifice your body, which may never, somebody say, not never, never, <laughs> which may never be the same. Okay. <laughs> But it's something to sacrifice that, to put your life on the line. I know when I had my um, my sons both times, it was very dangerous for me. Yeah. There was one time with having my older son, the doctor pulled my husband aside, unbeknownst to me, but then the spirit of the Lord began to speak and I knew that there was something wrong. But he spoke to him and said, which one do you want? Your wife or your your your, your child? He said both. Okay. And when I saw Deacon in the corner with tears in his eyes and reading his Bible, I knew. Okay. And so women sacrifice a whole lot to have their children. And sometimes we remind you because listen, it was a great sacrifice to have you come into the world. Oh, it's a blessing. Somebody needs to thank their mother for even giving birth to them because there's a lot of mothers that won't go through the final steps of giving birth for whatever reason. But if you're here, that is a blessing. If your mother gave birth to you, that is a blessing. If she's taking time to one, correct you, that's a blessing. If she's taking two, to teach you, that is a blessing. And she's taking time to raise you, number three, that is a blessing, to feed you, to clothe you, to, to make sure you have all the things that you need that is necessary for great development. And when she says child whom I bore, she has claimed this child. She has not turned her back on this child. She has invested in this child, this adult child now. See, look, she's totally invested from the time that he was inside her to the time he sits on the throne as a full adult as king. She's invested in him. Oh my goodness. This is the advice that King Lamel's mother gave him. Oh, we know the advice later too. This is, we, we talk a lot about what the kind of wife he ought to get and we go into virtuous woman and all of that. But this is the, the, the part of the advice that we often skip in the scripture. And I didn't even get into all the good stuff about the wine go all into it, okay? But that was some good advice too, okay? <laughs> But this, she has claimed her child when she says, child whom I bore, you're my child. You came out of my body. You represent me and your father. I need for you to snap in line. I need for you to act a certain way. You are a king. And I call my sons kings anyway, young kings. I'm falling apart today, y'all. Y'all pray my strength in the Lord, okay? <laughs> and so I look... We claim our children when we love our children. We claim them whether they act in the way we want them to. She started off and said, oh, son of mine, what can you be thinking of? Have you lost your mind? That That's the black woman's version. Have you lost your ever-loving mind? Okay. 
And even though we are fussing and even though we are correcting and even though we are teaching, we have claimed our children. And we expect them to get in line, in line with God's teaching, in lines with the with the mores and norms of the family. We expect you to live up to a certain standard. That's a great mother. Somebody put a great mother in the chat box. And then my last thing, not only does the mother correct, not only does the mother teach, not only does the mother raise, but the mother will dedicate her children. This is a great mother, not a good mother, but a great one. Her, this mother, every great mother will dedicate their child to the Lord. Now you may not do it as a baby. They may be an, a grown person that you may not even have a formal ceremony. You know, some people call it children's baptisms or different things like that. And um, in, in our faith, we call it a dedication before the Lord. But in some way, whether you did it in your living room, whether you did it in your prayers, what whatever, but you said, God, I'm going to raise this child in your word. I'm going to teach this child about you. I'm going to make sure this child knows about you, lives according to your words, is, is living to a certain standard. I'm going to teach them from the time that they are babes all the way till they get out of my home. And even when they're out and about, if I see something that's not right, I'm going to remind them of the teachings of the word of God. That's a great mother. Somebody put great mother in the chat box. Good to see you, darling. Good to see you. Somebody put great mother in the chat box. That is a great mother. Because let me tell you something. You could, you could have corrected your child, and that's good. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Because we can see some people. Some of us know these people that I'm about to talk about, honey. We see some people in the mainstream they lead us and we could tell that either mama didn't do something or they didn't listen to mama. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's bad. It's a bad look. Somebody put bad look in the chat box. It's a bad look when you get full grown and you acting like you two years old. It looks bad on your mother. It looks bad on your father. Oh my gosh. And what it says to all of us is that either and every mother's looking and say, okay, either she didn't do her job or they didn't listen. But it's great. You, it's great that when you correct your child, you should do that. It's wonderful if you teach your child and you should do that. It's, 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 it's responsible if you raise your child and congratulations. But what makes you a great mother what sets you apart, Chivas, from every other mother, what really sets you apart from any other mother is that you dedicate your child to the Lord. And that doesn't mean that you bring them as a baby and you bring them before the church. I know that's the ceremonial thing that we do. But some of you didn't dedicate your child until they were 13. You didn't dedicate your child until they were grown. You because maybe you weren't in the Lord. Maybe you didn't know. Maybe you weren't, maybe you didn't figure it out until later on. But when the when you put your child on the altar, oh my God, before the Lord, if you have enough sense to tell them about Jesus, if you have enough sense to tell them right from wrong in getting teach them this word, if you have enough sense to do that. That's a great mother. Somebody put great mother in the chat box.
That is a great mother. And I just, I'm telling you, I was so blessed. Lakeisha, good to see you. Good afternoon to you. I was so blessed. Many of us, how many of you, tell me in the chat box, tell me on the replay, tell me on Periscope, on Facebook Live, how many of you have read Proverbs 31? And we read that entire chapter. And how many of you know that when we get to Proverbs 31, they read, tend to read the last half when the mother's giving good advice on what type of woman that her son ought to be dealing with. Okay. We, we read that part, but mo most often we don't read the first half of her advice. I just focused on verse two, but we don't talk a lot about her advice about drinking and wine and about, um, about, how you should conduct yourself as a leader and how you ought to speak up for people who have no voice and how you ought to um, 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 fight for the rights of the down and outers. Oh my gosh. How you ought to stand up for justice and the poor and the destitute. How you, how, what type of woman you ought to have in your life and claim as your wife. Oh my goodness. That's some great stuff right there. But today I focused on Proverbs 31, 2, the very beginning of the mother's, of the mother's um, advice. And I wanted to pull out of that some attributes, I believe, make a great mother. And I pray that you were blessed by this. I really do. Greetings to you. Greetings to you. Happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers. I want to thank each and every one of you for um, tuning into this broadcast. And I hope that you have an amazing, awesome day. And <clears throat> once again, to all of the mothers who lost their children, I have no idea what that feels like, but I know that it's got to be painful. And so we are praying for you. We're praying for you. And we also are praying for those who lost their beautiful mother. They love their mother. Most of us love and adore our mothers. And you lost your mother and, and she's not here to celebrate. I'm praying for you. I know that has to be hurtful. And I'm praying for those who had mothers. They weren't that great. For some reason, you just couldn't connect. For some reason, it seems like they were against you. I'm praying for you. And I'm praying that God will put mothers in your life to be surrogate mothers, to love on you and to support you and to encourage you. And to all of the wonderful mothers, the mothers who are now can't even watch this broadcast. They got to watch it on replay. Honey, because They got the little bitties running everywhere, all over them. The nursing mom. I know what that's like. I used to have to hide in closets just to nurse. <laughs> Because there was no place to even nurse your baby, okay? And I know what it's like to be tired. You feel like one of them them dogs who got all the little puppies as the babies are, as your baby is draining from you. And you wonder if you're even going to get your body back, your life back, your attitude back. I pray for all of the ones who have the little preschoolers running all over the place. And you got everything up in the air and you know what I mean, your furniture, your good stuff, all that's up in the air. I pray for you. I pray for you. I know it's not easy. Let me read some of these comments as I'm talking. Um, I pray for, I pray for um, the mothers who have school age children 
during this. Um, good to see you. Um, good to see you, Pastor Victoria. Happy Mother's Day to you. I pray for every mother who has a school-age children. You're trying to send your children during the times of school shootings and mass shootings, and you're trying to keep your children on point with, with work. And every time you turn around, the school board is changing the rules and changing the circumstances, and you're trying to lay out homework, and you don't know what in the world this math is. What kind of math is this? <laughs> and you try to work along with your children. Oh my God. Somebody, somebody who know what I'm talking about, uh, say amen to that. Okay. <laughs> and so um, I pray for mothers who have teenagers who are all moody and funny acting and want to challenge you and, and do things against the family rules. I'm praying for you. It's not easy to try to keep them uh, on point and keep them listening to your voice so that they can get used to listening to God's voice and not their friends' voices. Oh my God, what a time. And to moms who are raising young adult children who are trying now to go out on their own and do their own thing and, and really try to go in a path that uh, God has for them. I'm praying for you as they start to expel and go into their own homes and develop their own families. I'm praying for you and for the moms whose children are way grown <laughs> and you are now reflecting and you are now thinking about your children. Maybe they're all far away or uh, different places, or maybe they come whenever they can visit or what have you. I'm praying for you. Moms, you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. Just hang in there. Just keep doing it. Keep teaching, keep correcting, keep raising, and keep dedicating your children before the Lord. Well, I'm going to go because I'm getting some Mother's Day treatment today. <laughs> yes, indeedy. Yes, indeedy. I can't wait. I'm just so excited. You know, we got to rub it in, honey, because I'm the only queen in my house. All men. And so I got to act like uh, I can't do anything <laughs> so that I can celebrate Mother's Day. Let me get these glasses on so I know what I'm doing over here. So thank you so much for tuning in. This is Tony Henderson Mayers. I can be reached on the web at www.wisecourtship.com. I'm on social media just about everywhere as Wise Courtship or Tony Henderson Mayers. All you have to do is Google me. Just know that I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, in this day and age of alternative facts, things spinning way out of control. God is still on the throne. He's still in control. <laughs> Good to see you. Thank you so much. And until Jesus comes back, listen, dear ones, we got to learn to watch, fight, and pray. Take care. Believe in God that he would someday save my soul. Well, he did. And I thought you liked
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.